We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, my dear friend, my fabulous soul seeker, my sibling, my spiritual sibling. Thank you for making Journey to Center and Empower Radio a part of your day. Thank you for allowing me to be a part of your day. Just sending you blessings of grace and ease, peace and clarity. And I guess most people aren't experiencing a lot of those qualities in abundance these days. There's a Chinese proverb, may you live in interesting times. And I always thought this was a blessing because interesting is good, right? But then I did some research and it's actually considered a curse. But I don't know about you but I know for sure for me, I did not come to planet earth to be bored. That would not be that much fun. I am here to grow as a soul. And I suspect this is true for you as well, or you wouldn't be here right now. And you wouldn't be hanging out with me or us on empower radio. So things are crazy, absolutely crazy on planet earth. And from my perspective, this is a good thing. A lot of people are in fear. A lot of people are in panic, but I know I have grown the most through my experiences of profound anguish or fear. If you've hung out with me at all before, you've heard me quote this saying from Zen teachings, pain is the universal great awakener. This was so true for me. And now I'm looking around seeing that there's massive pain. A lot of people are struggling. A lot of people are suffering. But this is where we tend to find God when we're on our knees. When there's no place else to go, when there are no band-aids or distractions, where we're really left in this place of having to turn inward because there's no place outward to go. And it's interesting because there are so many places on planet Earth right now that there are quarantines going on. People have to turn inward. And I'm thinking to myself, well, isn't this great? Because that's where God is. It's not what we naturally want to do certainly wasn't true for me. When I was kicked to the curb and left alone, uh, when my first fiance left me, no one would talk to me. My friends wouldn't talk to me. My therapist wouldn't talk to me. My priest wouldn't talk to me. I was alone with God. And when I turned inward, finally able to have this conversation, I said, nobody else will talk to me. And he goes, isn't this fantastic? We can finally work on our relationship. That was powerful. I would give a lot of lip service to the fact that God was a priority and that I wanted to grow spiritually, but I wasn't making it a priority with my time or my energy. I was calling other people and I was distracting myself with other things. And finally, those opportunities evaporated, which left me with this really incredible opportunity to connect with my creator. And there've been other opportunities that were challenges that were layers of the onion. And I think that's how this work happens. It's not like it happens once. It's not like we go to the gym once and we're fit. We have to keep showing up. There are layers that supports us and going deeper and higher in our consciousness. And that is my perception of actually what is happening. We're trying to go to higher levels of our consciousness. And my experience is, is I've taken personal responsibility for my relationship with the creator, my life gets better. Yes, there are moments of upheaval. Yes, there are moments of um, deep concern and profound um, confusion and 
a lot of pain. But if we stay the course, if we keep turning our attention inward and ask the question, why is this happening for me? Why is this happening for me? Not why is this happening to me? Because that's a bit of a victim question. Why is this happening for me? As an empowering question to pose. And then as we turn inward with the intention of listening to the still small voice within, creating that more um, aligned and open relationship and conversation with our creator, some things can start to bubble up that can bring clarity, that can bring um, us the opportunity to see the next step. Because things are confusing, things are chaotic, things are very unclear in our lives. It's sort of like looking um, through this fog of pea soup. I can't see 10 feet in front of me. Well, thank goodness, you only need to see the one next step, the one next step. It's like driving across the country in the dark. As long as you have your headlights, you can see, you know, the the 50 feet in front of you or the next step. And um, when I went through these confusing times in this thick pea soup fog or the dark, dark night of the soul, it really inspired me to try to hold, try to find and hold the hand of God to take each next step. And as I did, each next step was revealed and the next was revealed and the next was revealed. And eventually the fog started to lift and things started to become more clear. And the, um, the landscape of my life has changed radically, but has brought me um, a greater sense of peace and connection and wonder. And it is interesting, but I trust it. Um, you've probably heard me say before, the question that Einstein posed is the most important question we can ask and answer for ourselves. Is the universe a safe and loving place or not? Whatever your answer is, is probably going to be what's being reflected back to you in your life. If you say, no, it is not. And this was true for me when somebody first asked me this question, is the universe a safe and loving place or not? Absolutely not. Look at all these terrible things that have happened to me. My fiance left me. It left me in financial ruins. My health is destroyed. I'm alone. How can this be a loving universe if all these horrible things have happened to me? And then I could look around and see all the terrible things that are happening in the world. This is not a safe planet. This is not a good place. And then it occurred to me, well, if this is one of my underlying beliefs, subconscious beliefs, perhaps that's why I'm having this experience of life being so horrible and treacherous and why I'm being punished because I don't believe I'm safe. I don't believe I'm loved. I don't believe I'm supported. So in that moment, I decided to be like a spiritual scientist. And I would recommend this to you or to anyone who would listen to me. Be your own spiritual scientist. Perhaps open your mind to the possibility that you are loved, that you are safe, that you are supported because your life can't reflect that back to you if you don't believe it on some level. Our life is a reflection of our deeper beliefs. But sometimes those deep beliefs are being provoked or touched on or perhaps even shattered to support us in opening to the possibility of other beliefs. So that's what happened to me when my teacher said, is the universe a safe and loving place? No. Knee-jerk response, no. Well, maybe open your mind to another possibility. So I made a deal with God. I said, okay, here's the deal, God. I'm going to pretend, I'm going to imagine, I'm going to open my mind to the possibility that you love me, 
that you see me, that I matter to you, that I'm safe for, I'm going to say two weeks. I'm going to relax for two weeks and pretend that you love me. And if it doesn't work, I'm going to go back to this way of being that isn't working for me. (laughs) God said, I'll take that deal. So I just took a deep breath and I relaxed and I would start every day just relaxing and imagining and pretending that God loved me. And, you know, almost immediately, God winks started to occur. Shifts started to happen. I had a lot of concerns about money. A couple of jobs that I thought I was supposed to um, secure fell through. And so it was just more panic. So I said, okay, I'm going to pretend you love me, God. And almost immediately, I think it was the next day, somebody said, you know, Tammy, I was thinking I'd really like to get um, some artwork done. I was thinking about commissioning a painting. What do you think about that? I, I was a little nervous because I'd not done that before. I've, I've done paintings and uh, this girl liked something I did, but she wanted one specifically for her. And uh, she offered me a pretty fair price for that. And I was a little astonished. And I, I said, yeah, let's do this. And um, it was a wonderful experience. She loved it. I loved it. It was beautiful. And then somebody else came along and said, could you possibly maybe do a logo for me? And I'm like, well, let's uh, talk about what, what your thoughts are. And let me see if I can create something that brings you joy. And I did. And I was paid well for that. So I was like, well, isn't this interesting? I wouldn't have the time to do these creative things and make money in this way had I um, gotten or stayed where I thought I wanted to be or should be or what I thought created safety for me. So after about two weeks, there were more Godwinks. There was more support. I thought, well, maybe God really does love me. Maybe I really am safe and supported. And my work since this moment, and that happened about mm, 20 years ago, 18 years ago, my work has been just going deeper and deeper and deeper into this space and place, understanding and knowingness that I am indeed seen, loved, safe, supported, and adored by my creator. And the truest truth in the bottom line is you are as well. But we have to open our mind to that possibility and we have to open our heart to that um, to that belief for it to really start to be reflected back to us in our lives. And I really think as spiritual beings having this human experience, part of the landscape is transitioning or shifting or transforming from fear-based beings into love-based beings. It's like this teeter-totter that eventually needs to flip over. So on the other side of the veil, things are good, things are peaceful, things are sweet, things are lovely, but we didn't come here to live in heaven necessarily. We didn't leave heaven to come to heaven. We left heaven to have this experience of opposites, contrast, duality, you know, to, to see contrast, we need shadows. To experience true love, we need to know what the opposite of that is. So this is a pretty fear-based planet. It's kind of a, you know, in the overall scheme of things, not necessarily a really high vibrational place, although there are very high vibrational beings and nature is very high vibration. Animals are very high vibration. High vibration. Human beings as a species doesn't tend to be that high, although it is very eclectic. You know, we have baby souls and we have master's degrees and we have kindergartners and we have PhD degrees as far as um, vibrational beings and everything in between. It's a pretty eclectic 
planet and everything here exists. What I found the most important thing we can do is take responsibility for our own personal inner reality. Take responsibility for our own personal vibration because your life is a reflection of that. And if you're not liking the reflection that is your life, pull your energy back, set your intentions, clear your fear, do your healing work, and then you will ascend in your consciousness. And then your life will be a reflection of your new higher vibration. It's easy to say, it's not so easy to do. And again, what inspires us to do this work is often being brought to our knees. It is being in that place of anguish or pain because if our life is working, if our life is working in a particular way, why are we going to do something so radical as to surrender to that something greater or start having those conversations or making that relationship a priority? What tends to inspire us is pain. What inspires us is typically being brought to our knees. So in the past, when I see that I've been brought to my knees at that time, this was the worst thing that could happen. And from my human perspective, it's pretty valid. But from my soul's perspective, I can see now this was the absolute best thing that could have happened because it supported me in taking greater responsibility for um, setting my intentions to go higher in my consciousness, to live a life of more clarity, peace, grace, ease, and love. And we all deserve it, but nobody can give it to us. And we can't give it to anyone. All we can do is take personal responsibility for our own connection to God and our own reality. And I really believe our lives are a reflection of our either connection or disconnection from God. And you can insert the word love there. You can insert the word life or the universe. How um, aligned are you? How congruent are you with the energy of unconditional love? And I think a lot of our life is about unpacking and healing and letting go of our our fears. You know, Rumi um, has a beautiful quote. Your job is not to seek for love, but to seek and remove the barriers you have against love. So as I've unpacked my big blocks and barriers, my fears, my sense of unworthiness, my guilt, my shame, as I've healed <clears throat> my relationships with others through the practice of um, forgiveness and forgiving myself, the terrain of my life has shifted profoundly. And it is, um, most days, it is pretty peaceful. It is pretty heaven on earth. And I was saying to my husband yesterday, I love my life. It is so amazing. It's so magical. And he goes, you're the only one. <laughs> well, I'm the only one I can take responsibility for, but then I can share what I know has worked for me and hopefully be um, a light in the darkness or a vortex of peace and allow it to ripple out in whatever way that it does and get to whoever um, is ready for this and open for this. And so again, I appreciate so much your willingness to just sit in this energy and have this conversation with me and open your mind and heart to the possibility of going higher and experience more peace and grace and ease in your life. So it has been said, fear-based people live in a scary world. Love-based people live in a supportive and safe world. It's the same world. I've often said if there's 7 billion people on the planet, there's 7 billion different realities going on. Although mass consciousness can inspire mass consciousness, you know, and it's like um, the fear and the panic can be very um, toxic. It can infect you. But um, sort of like this 
this virus, this this virus that's going around. The people that are going to probably get it are probably in a place of um, having a certain amount of fear, panic, or grief, or unprocessed emotion that makes them susceptible or vulnerable to the virus. Because all of us are surrounded by bacteria and viruses and um, all kinds of tragic physical ailments all the time. Why do some people get it? Why do some people not get it? If you keep your vibe high, the lower vibrations aren't going to affect you. The most important thing we can do is take responsibility to keep our vibe high. And some of the things that I do to take responsibility for my vibe are simply taking responsibility for connecting to the kingdom of heaven within. I do that through prayer meditation. I do that through creativity. I do that through spending time in nature or spending time uh, with my horses. And um, our peace, our healing, our safety, our comfort comes through connecting with that experience of love. And so many of us try to get it from the outside in, but it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Um, there's a saying in the course of miracles, you have so little faith in yourself because you're willing, unwilling to accept the fact that perfect love is in you. And so you seek without what you cannot find within. But the only place we can find it is within. You were created with love, by love and for love. Perfect love exists in the center of yourself. And if you're distracting yourself, trying to find it from the outside in, you're never really going to find it. So again, there's an opportunity here for you to open your mind to this possibility and settle more into that place and space of perfect love within. And that to me, again, is what meditation is. Prayer is speaking to God. Meditation is listening to God. And as you have the conversation, say everything you want to say, express your fear, articulate your frustration or confusion, whatever is true for you, but then allow your mind to relax, set the intention to settle into the place and space of your own heart and listen. After you've spoken, listen. It's like you have on the line the most um, intelligent wise and loving being that is willing to be in conversation and relationship with you. Don't hang up the phone. You know, if you're calling somebody and you want to talk to them and express what you're feeling and thinking, if you know the other person on the line is a wise and caring and loving and intelligent being, you don't speak and then hang up, right? You want to speak and then listen. So say what you want to say, express your truth, express your concerns, Express your fear and then settle your energy into your heart with the intention to hear whatever it is that your creator has to say to you. And this happened for me years ago when I was on the um, precipice of financial ruins and disaster. <clears throat> my health was poor. My life was scary. And I had just purchased a condo because I thought I thought my income was going to be pretty stable. I thought it was stable. I had a guarantee that these jobs were happening and um, got into my condo and ready to get to work. And uh, one fell through and I started to have a little bit of panic. And then the second one fell through and then I had a lot of panic. And I saw myself really wanting to go down the rabbit hole of fear and panic. And in my mind's eye, it was sort of like there's a fork in the road here. Which fork do you want to take? Do you want to take fear and panic? Or do you want to take faith and peace? 
because both are available to us at all times. But I was never conscious of that before. I wasn't at a place where I had that awareness. I thought life is happening to me and I just have to react and try to survive and do <clears throat> my best. I thought I had to live life on my own, but that wasn't true. And it's not true for you. It's not true for anyone. You don't have to live life on your own. The one who created you wants to partner with you and wants to support you and guide you. But this can't happen without your invitation and intention. And again, sometimes tragedy is what opens our minds to the possibility of having those bigger conversations and opening the door to that relationship. And we can't figure out how to do this on our own anymore. That was certainly true for me. And I see this happening a lot with um, friends and people that I know. Well, isn't this wonderful that you're not able to figure it out on your own anymore, that you're not in control? And it can be scary when you're used to that habit of being in control and doing things all on your own. At first, it was very scary to give up control. I didn't want to. It's like, if I don't control it, what's going to happen to me? And now I'm so relieved and grateful that I don't have to be in control. All I have to do is relax and know the one that is um, moving the planets around the sun and holding their stars in the places and taking care of the seasons and turning the seeds into flowers and trees is also there to support me and take care of me, take care of you in our lives. But we have to relax. We have to set the intention. We have to extend the invitation. And we have to um, let go of our death grip on the steering wheel that is our life. Maybe put our buns into the passenger seat and say, okay, God, I just don't know. You decide, you drive, you guide me, you bring to me what you want me to know and how you want me to roll. Please um, guide me on the path that you would have me walk from my highest good and the highest good of all concerned. So I created something called the sovereignty prayer where I was really saying, God, you decide. You know me better than myself. You know how many hairs I have in my head. You know my gifts, talents, propensities. You know um, what my soul is trying to learn here, you know me better than I know myself. So in this moment, I'm going to rest in that. I'm going to relax and I'm going to let you lead. Please guide me on the path. You would have me walk for my highest good and the highest good of all concerned. And at that point, I was willing to give up my condo. If it's for my highest good to let it go, it's not my preference, but I'm surrendering all of my attachments. I'm letting you lead. And I ended up manifesting more money in the next six months doing something that wasn't on my radar than I would have manifested had I gotten both those jobs. And I did it with a lot more freedom, with a lot more grace, with a lot more ease, something that wasn't even on my radar. And I don't think it could have shown up had I not opened the door to that possibility. So what I'd like to suggest and offer and gift to you is a guided meditation called the Sovereignty Prayer. If you email me at tammybphd at gmail.com, I would be happy to gift you with this. Just let me know that that's the guided meditation, the sovereignty prayer. I also have another one called From Fear to Faith. And again, I think that is the journey of the hero, and we are all on it. And sometimes we navigate that terrain alone, and sometimes we navigate it with our spiritual friends or soul siblings in mass consciousness. So... I would be thrilled and honored to support you and guide you and give you hope on the terrain that is really scary, but that is going to support you in going higher in your consciousness. If you email me and ask for these guided meditations.
And just now, I'd like to do a simple prayer and guided meditation to support you in relaxing and finding that place of peace within. So I invite you to take a nice, deep, healing, cleansing breath. If you're driving, don't close your eyes. If you aren't, if you're in a safe place where you're not at the steering wheel, maybe you want to gently close your eyes. And just now, Spirit, Father, Mother, God, Lord of all creation, just now I'm asking for a special prayer and blessing of healing, of peace, of comfort, of grace and ease for the dear one that hears my voice right now. May you surround, protect, and fill them with the white light of your Holy Spirit and great love. Can you support them in relaxing into the place of peace and center, of unconditional love in the very center of themselves? Remembering and claiming in this moment that love is the energy that beats our hearts and breathes us. And we can, in fact, trust this energy. May you support my dear one, my dear friend, my soul sibling, and just exhaling anything and everything that is no longer serving them. Exhaling any sense of fear or anguish or discomfort. Relaxing and breathing in this pure white light, this sense of peace, of grace, and ease. And may you bless my friend right now with God winks and grace, miracles, and divine support so that they can see and feel the palatable presence of you in their lives, allowing them to feel and sense that they are indeed safe, that they are indeed supported, and that they are indeed profoundly and deeply loved. God, use our fears and our pain and our challenges to support us in awakening to the truer truth and the deeper reality that we are indeed your children. We are indeed these incredible, exquisite spiritual beings having sometimes this confusing human experience. Use our relationships, use our gifts, our talents, and our propensities for a purpose greater than our own. Support us in going higher in our awareness, deeper in our sense of peace within, and support us in being the children in whom you are well pleased. Dear God, thank you for this opportunity to be human and to expand in our consciousness, to go higher in our awareness, and to become the potential, to become the beings that we incarnated to be. And we thank you for the blessings in our lives. We thank you for the opportunities to ascend. We thank you for our friendships. We thank you for Empower Radio. We thank you for the blessings that are on their way to us now. And we open our minds, our hearts, our arms, and our lives wide to receive your love, your guidance, and your gifts in grace, with graciousness, and with profound, eternal, expanding gratitude. For this and for all things we say, thank you, thank you, thank you. And so it is. Be in touch with me, TammyBPhD at gmail.com. Prayer requests, guided meditations, I'm here for you. Take good, gentle care of yourself, onward and upward. Bye for now. Bye for now.